Using an overpriced trash bag? Pricey, pricey, pricey! A bag that breaks? Whippy, whippy, whippy! Or a smelly bag? Stinky, stinky, stinky! You gotta snag Hefty's Ultra Strong Trash Bag. Always at an ultra low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty! It has Arm & Hammer odor control, so your nose and your wallet will be... Happy, happy, happy! Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Hefty Strong, all day long. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Doesn't matter, Steven, because this is the best beat you will ever see. Weissman and Oz on a Monday back with you. Me and Steven by ourselves today, unfortunately, minus Cord, minus Joe, as we had them on our NHL trade deadline show on the I-95 Sports Network. Weissman and Oz, Steven, how are you doing today, my friend? I am great. I'm glad to be back here on uh, just another Monday. Weissman and Oz, you know, the number to call in, the number to listen is 1605-562-8001. Press five to join the conversation. You know, due to all that hockey talk last week, obviously the Islanders <laughs> didn't do anything. Nothing, and nothing happened around the league, my friend. Nothing really happened, but something we did miss out on was obviously the football talk. And Errol, I know you were dying, and I mean dying last week, to not squeak in just a little football talk. So we squeaked in just a little. I did mention Kirk Cousins is a franchise quarterback, and the Washington Redskins are just so abysmal for right now for now, wines for just toying with him so that uh it's not where we're going to start but where we're going to start is with the locals and not with big blue we're going to start out with gang green okay? as we've seen over the past week about week and a half woody johnson oh not really woody johnson mccagnan personnel cut mangled cut revis cut marshall and a couple you know folk, folk giacomini whatever uh it's it's clear they're in full rebuilding mode which is the right move the only problem is in what i've been saying for months they should rebuild their head coach and their GM might not last a rebuild process. So it, it's kind of a weird situation to me. But to me, as if I was a Jets fan, I, I would enjoy this, what they're doing. You got Darnold at USC. You got Rosen at uh, UCLA. They obviously, they would, quote, unquote, tank to get one of these guys, which would be uh, great for a Jets fan. And, and I like what they're doing. No, yeah. I mean, it's some moves they've had to, had to do. You know, if they're in a rebuilding process, you know, Brandon Marshall, it's sad that last season uh, was, a, you know, a lost season as he was hurt. But the season before, he was a great – he had a great season and he showed a lot of promise to be a great Jet for as many years as he would be. But that's uh, seemingly not the case as Brandon Marshall is now a free agent, which is very interesting as I'm, I'm sure he's a target for many, many teams, including, I don't see why not, Big Blue. I I feel like he'd be a great replacement for Victor Cruz. You know, obviously he'd be better than that. A great leader, uh, as well as Odell Beckham. Come on, a veteran guy for Sterling Shepard. Everywhere he's been, he's had issues with someone. He had issues with Jay Cutler, and he was on two teams, two different teams with Jay Cutler. There's a reason why this guy's been not talking off the field, on the field, his on the field presence. You know, he has. The you know resume of showing of making big plays, you know he obviously also has the lost catches and the drops that's gonna come with Brandon Marshall. But I honestly think the positives outweigh the negatives, and you'd be you know I I think it would be very interesting to see where he would uh land. And I I I'm pretty sure he loves it here in New York. Why why not come to the other team, you know, the local? No, I. 
I don't disagree with you. He would be a perfect fit. He's a tall receiver. What I've been wanting the Giants to Giants to pursue is they do have free agency on Thursday. I can't wait. Actually, <laughs> I'm not looking forward to Thursday as much as you are. Stephen, I understand that. For everyone uh, listening right now, Stephen will be having tonsil surgery on Thursday. He will be out one, most likely two weeks of Weissman and Oz. So I will have to well, figure that hopefully out. Hopefully not. We'll figure that out. I'll have to. I'll have to figure it out for at least the first week. The second week. We'll I'll try to be back on next one. Uh, it's unlikely, but it's unlikely. Take 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 the time off, brother. Take the time off. He will be having time. Mister Weissman will be having tonsil surgery on Thursday. He will not be with us for the next two weeks. After what this Wednesday, you're gonna be fine. Would you calm down? We were having this this conversation before the uh, before we went on air. You're like, no, oh, I'll be fine. No, you're not. But it, it's an asterisk because you're going to be fine. You're just going to be in a lot of pain. And you're not going to want to do anything. You want to sit on that fat butt of yours. Not going to be fat for much longer, but and watch TV. So that's that. Anyway, back to the football talk. Brandon Marshall would be a great fit. You know, I saw someone tweet tweet before that the Giants should go after Darrell Reeves. That person should just go hide in a hole and just just go hide. Darrell Reeves might retire. As he I, should. No, I, I'm serious because. Remember what Brandon, we were just talking about Brandon Marshall and his controversies in the locker room. What was the controversy this year before the season started? Do you remember? With no. Revis? No. Okay. He saw, basically what he saw, or Revis, what heart wasn't in it. Wasn't in it all the way. Revis has always been the guy to get every penny he can out of a team, which he should. It, it, that's, this is life. This is the economic life that we live in now. If Revis isn't getting as much money as he can playing safety, it's where he's going to have to play now because he's not a cornerback anymore. We saw that way too many times in the past couple of years. He's, is he really going to play for about four, five million dollars? The guy is selfish. As great as he is, he might be the greatest jet of all time. I might not even have to debate that. This, this is a selfish dude. Okay. His heart wasn't in it. His teammates got on to him for it. I, I don't know if he's going to. Be in the league next year. I think he's going to retire. Well, that locker room last year was just cancerous. Like you've heard it from numerous people, even Eric Decker, who wasn't in the locker room for most of the year last year. He said he didn't really even want to comment on the situation uh, that went on in the locker room last year with guys uh, missing practices. You know, guys being selfish like Darrell Rivas. So you know, I, I honestly think the Jets are on the right path. Obviously, it's going to take a few years. But and will the personnel last that long? That's, I don't know. I, if I, that. I don't know. You know, Todd Bowles should even be the coach this year. People, that's debatable as well. Well, the reason why I said that, I don't like to cut fire a coach after only two. I know one, you don't. one year. But after that, he lost the locker room. He lost the locker room, and it's clear that this team needs a rebuilding process. Okay, and I really hope, for the sake of just humanity of Woody Johnson, that he went up to Todd Bowles and says, "Hey, we need to rebuild." I want to keep you through this process. I really hope he's not being set up for failure because if Woody Johnson and McCagnan are setting up for a rebuilding process, a process that Todd Bowles isn't going to last when they go 3-13 and after this year with Bryce Petty or Christian Hackenberg as their quarterback, which we'll get into a little bit later. I, I, I'll, feel, I'll generally really sincerely feel bad for the man because he doesn't, doesn't – as bad as he was last year – they did go 10 and 6 the year before, and it to be set up for failure. It's just as simple as it is. Well, well, two years ago, I honestly think that that team could have made it to the championship game, you know, and that could be a completely different story, uh, you know, going on right now. You know, uh, let's say they made it into the playoffs and got a little further, uh, and then they have the season like they did last season. We're not even talking about Todd Bowles possibly getting fired, you know. This team 
obviously doesn't have the pieces right now. Like you said, let's see if they last throughout this rebuilding stage. Now, we talk about rebuilding. We're just assuming that because they cut a few premier guys and two all-time Jets, the Mangold and Revis. They have a lot of cap space, a lot of money. They have about $50 million in cap space. Do they dare try what the Giants did last year and try to buy a good amount of their team and then build through the draft as, as well as they can? Or do they go through with the rebuilding part? We're going to find that out on Thursday about 4.35 o'clock. I'm excited. That's going to be a fun day. What time is your surgery? That I won't know until Wednesday. Uh, they'll call. They'll give me a phone call. And they'll let me know what time my surgery is. How do they not know? They, they don't know. They don't even know until Wednesday. It depends who's the, you know, the youngest patient will call. Probably be me. I'll be early morning. Uh, probably before the 4.30 uh, free agency starts. So maybe you'll wake up to, uh, you know, Jason Pierre-Paul resigning, Brandon Marshall being on the Giants. Maybe the Jets go and get Mike Lennon, which let's transition to let's, the quarterback. Yeah, Mike Lennon was reportedly asking for. Brock and roll! Two Brock and roll money. What was it? About fourteen, fifteen million dollars yeah. per year for a guy who's hmm, probably just had a ma- just the amount of starts that Brock Osweiler. I was looking at Fox's uh, rankings of free agency earlier uh, this morning. He's not even the number one. Their projected number one ranked uh, quarterback. Oh, let me guess. Let me guess. All right. Number one. Number one. We're almost technically not a free agent, so is he on no. that list at all? Okay. No. So. Oof. Number one quarterback for the agent. Um, I'm going to go with I'm between two guys now. Tyrod Taylor? Nope. Is it Jay Cutler? Nope. Really? Oh, God. And he wasn't the number one quarterback free agent. Um, you're going to be so shocked. Oh, give me a hint. Something. He was on the Bears. Brian Hoyer? Are you kidding me? Brian Who's number two? Tyrod Taylor. No. Why not? Glenn. Why? Why? Taylor's not even on this list. I've seen. Oh, he's not a free agent yet. That's why. <laughs> Neither is Cutler. That's why. Let me see this list. Okay. Brian Hoyer, Mike Glennon, Colin Kaepernick, Nick Foles. Excuse and me. And Geno Smith. And Geno Smith. Uh, uh, but why is Nick Foles? I what a like great Nick jet. Foles, you know, more than. What, what a great jet. Uh, this was my mistake because the three guys that I just mentioned are all reported to be released. They have not yet been released. Wait till Thursday. So, wait till Thursday. Uh, running backs, you got AP, Blunt, uh, Lacey. Blunt's going to resign. Latavius Murray, Jamal Charles. Latavius oh. Murray, a Giants Latavius Murray, I, I could see, you know, some interest in that. Wide receivers, Jeffrey Pryor, Jackson, Garcon Stills. I like that list. Um, and then the tight ends, Martellus Bennett, Jared, Jared Cook. Jack Doyle, we talked about him before. I tell you, I think he's going to make he, money. He's going to get paid after the year that he had. Jordan Cameron washed up, Aaron Davis washed, washed up. up. Um, offensive tackles. Okay, this is something to look at. Whitworth. Whitworth. Um, I've been trying to contact Jordan Ronan. He's actually had. He's a great, great follow on Twitter. He does a lot of uh, periscopes and Instagram lives to answer questions. He doesn't believe, according to Jordan Ronan, he doesn't really believe the Giants are going to be in on Whitworth initially because they don't know what the market's going to be for him because he is kind of on the older side and you're going to see what he he gets. Ricky Wagner. Another veteran presence. So yes. Oh, my God. The and the guy who played was stepped right in and played left tackle at an extremely high level. Ricky Wagner, right tackle, specifically a right tackle. This is everything that I've heard. From Baltimore. Baltimore. Lane Johnson got $5.5 million last year. He is going to blow that number away, count the Giants out. Riley Reef, another guy is going to get paid. The last two guys in this list, I see more of a possibility. Russell Okuma and Kelvin Beecham. Um, two guys that aren't going to demand a lot of money, aren't going to demand a lot of years, had off years last year. 
two guys the Giants could definitely get. The Giants have to do something. They have to. And, and they're talking about maybe John Jerry going back to right guard. They haven't signing him. My like, God, I hope not. They need a new tackle, a new guard, move Eric Flowers to right tackle. Simple as that. Uh, offensive guard. Offensive guard. Uh, Zietler is going to get paid a ton of money. $12 million a year, I'm hearing. Definitely Warford. not going to happen. Warford, I know nothing about. Lang, even though he had injured, is going to get paid. Ronald Leary, uh, I'm not sure. And Luke Jockel, a failed tackle. A failed number three overall pick. Don't see that happening. Center, we don't have to look at. Pass rush, we don't have to look at. Uh, defensive tackle, Jonathan Hankins, number five on that list, is the guy that the Giants are trying to re-sign right now. Other than that, I don't see him doing anything on the defensive line. Linebacker, the only thing I see the Giants doing, honestly, is um, re-sign yeah. Robinson. Not much other than that until we get to the draft. Well, Cornerback, no. Safety, no. no so, basically, this is what the Giants are doing, and it's A.J. Boyd's going to get paid a lot of money. Oh, put Smoke Amaro's number four on the list. Look at that. The Giants are need a tackle. It's going to be either Rokun or Beecham. I can see the Jets looking at Prince. I, I can see that. He stayed healthy finally for the first time in his career last year. That's him. You know, he was a good player. You know, he was a good player. He's a guy you can never stay on the football no. field. Ricky, Ricky Wagner, count him out. And Riley Reef, count him out. Andrew Whitworth, you put right on the bubble, depending how much he's going to get paid. And uh, Russell Okun and Kelvin Beecham are, are the two guys that I would, I would be showing me. Uh, <laughs> a tweet from ESPN Podcast. Such looks like he belongs in the NFL Combine. Speaking of the Combine, Stephen, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, that's why I kind of want to transition to um, Way too much stock being brought into it. John Ross, listen, he broke the record. That was great. We know what we knew about John Ross. We already knew how fast he was. We didn't need the combine to do that. So all of a sudden, he goes to a borderline for late first, early second, the top 15 pick. We knew, Steven, we knew how fast he was. That was his M.O. So I don't really know what everyone's going crazy about. Um, I don't know much about him. Remember Vernon Colston? Yes, Sixth I overall pick of the Jets. Remember how much he – I think he broke the record for bench reps, right? The guy was a bust in the NFL. Uh, Miles Garrett, great player. And the physical stature of him is ridiculous. He wowed everyone at the combine. I don't think he really needed it. He was going to be number one overall pick anyway. One thing that affects the Giants, OJ Howard had a great combine. Ran a great 40. 40. I think he led all uh, tight ends in it. Great route runner. That scares me a little bit because Jack. Oh, the guy's huge. He's he's an overall the best overall tight end in this draft. Because he's a great blocker and obviously great offensively. So Something the Giants really, really like. Really need, tight really need, and they might have to trade up to get it. To get him. At this point now, after what happened. What What do you think are some assets the Giants would have to, you know, part I, I ways I mean, just more draft picks. More draft picks. Dra- maybe a third, maybe a fourth. No, pl- no personnel, no players? Um, No, you never really see that. Um. Uh, one situation you kind of saw it, I guess, was when Kiko Alonso and Sean McCoy got swapped. It's really, you never... Two years ago now? Uh, two years ago now. You never really see... you got to realize, you never really see that in the NFL. Um, it's usually players for draft picks or draft picks or draft picks. Especially in the, during the draft. As you remember, the Giants... Uh, as you remember, the Giants play... Um, the Giants did trade up for Landon Collins. Uh, a couple years ago, when they did draft them, so they gave up, uh, I believe it was a fifth, their own second, they swapped the second. So, uh, this is something Jerry Reese has and will do. One thing I heard that he will not do, which he hasn't done, 
is trade back for more picks. So you, you could probably take that out of the question uh, for more draft picks. So uh, we'll, we'll see what the Giants do because, uh, you know, Jerry Reese realizes how close this team is. He wants to bring the defense back, the entire defense back, and that means uh, bringing back Hankins. JPP is technically already back with this team. It just depends if he can get a long-term deal. So we'll see what happens, but they need a tight end. They need a couple offensive linemen. Uh, to me, they got to figure out if they're not going to get a tight end, they got to figure out the second wide receiver spot because you got Shepard in the slot, Odell. You're right there, Steve I'm good. You drunk? No, no, I'm not. I need a beer too, though. Um, <laughs> what time is it? It's five o'clock somewhere. Five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, that's, what I, that's what I know. But they, um, it's very cute and silly if you ask me. They, they, they got to figure out what to do with either the tight end or the wide receiving position because they need another weapon for Eli, along with offensive line help. They can't go in there with the same thing. No, and that's pretty obvious, you know. Uh, going into the draft, obviously, O.J. Howard. Uh, who are some other tight ends? Uh, uh, David Njoku. Everyone else is probably more than likely a second-round pick. Um, Everett, who, you know, I saw him at the con- they're televising the combine. You see how big this thing gets. Um, he looked, he was a small t- guy. The guy had there was a, a guy I saw in the combine. I'm going to look his name up. I totally forgot. Ever, it's either a kid from Ole Miss or South Alabama. He's a small, you might as well just be a, a wide receiver because he is, he, he's not very, uh, not very built. So that's a guy maybe you look at. Their number one tower, target though is OJ Howard. Jake Butt was a guy I really, really liked, but it sounds like he's going to be out the entire year after he towards ACL in the Orange Bowl. So do you use a third, maybe a fourth-round pick for a guy who's not going to do anything for you this year? I think if you're a team like the Patriots, yeah. But I think if you're a team like the Giants who hasn't won a Super Bowl in about five years, and you see how Everett. close they are. Ever is he from South Alabama or uh, Ole Miss? Ever is from, let's see. Uh, South Alabama. Okay, so I, I don't know the guy from Ole Miss that I'm thinking of then, but. Um, Steven, something interesting actually happened over this weekend. Reuben Foster got in a fight with um, a nurse about his medical or, or, or whatever. He got sent home. Okay. We knew he had character issues, so now they just put him out of Alabama. The linebacker out of Alabama, if he slips down, I have no doubt that the Giants. The guy's so talented. He's a top 10 pick. He's easy. supposed to be a top 10 pick. Top 10 pick, but his character issues are shooting him down in the draft. So, Well, didn't we have that with someone else recently? Uh was it Johnny Manziel? I mean, obviously Johnny Manziel, but I feel like there was someone else that obviously due to personal issues. Larry uh, Tunzel was talking about from last year? Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. guy, uh, if anyone doesn't know, Larry Tunzel, the guy was screaming for at number 10, but Eli Apple has been a very good pick for them, and he's going to be a good player in this league. Um, Larry Tunzel was supposed to be the number one overall pick. I remember that. Uh, until the Titans traded that pick away and the Browns traded that pick away. So he was projected to go anywhere from 6 to 10. He's going to be a top 10 pick. Right before the draft, someone posted a picture of him in a gas mask, smoking what you assume would be marijuana. You stay off the weed, bro. Got to stay off the weed. Too old. This is a point in time where you're just too old to smoke some weed. So, um, And he ended up dropping the 13 to the Dolphins because of Stephen, what you just said, um, the character issues. I wanted to join. Could you imagine if we had Laramie Tunzel instead of Eric? But, oh, that would be great. No, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be. Uh, no, she's still young. He's only 23. And he's only two years in. Uh, but he, from what you saw from him in his first year, you wanted to see him improve, and he digressed so greatly. I know that. 
I, I mean, Steven. Was he out of, I don't know if it was out of shape. I don't know if, if it was his concentration. Steven, it was either. I mean, they, they, it was basically his form. It looked like he had to start from start from scratch from where the analysts were uh, when they were doing the games. But it was, it was either a hold, Eli getting pressured, or a blindside. Well, that's obviously something uh, Flowers has to work on in the, the, this training camp and off season. I think they move him to right tackle. I think they find someone like an Okun or Beecham to replace left tackle. Well, left where, tackle. He re- didn't he replace Pugh last season? Uh, Pugh plays left guard. Right, right. And great left, he plays a good left guard. He's going to get paid yeah. after this year uh, as an extension. But we know what they need. They're set at offensive linemen on two positions, center, Richburg, and Justin Pugh at left guard. Other than that, everything's a question mark. Tight end position, that's a question mark. Can Matt Lacoste come back from injury and do something? Maybe. Gerard Adams, maybe. Old Ty. What's the Seawolf? SBU, Awu, but I don't Awu. know. Awu. Awu. Oh, God, don't do We that. need another receiver. Uh, we need another receiver. But it's not the highest, you know. No, I mean, you saw the top, 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 what was the top five wide receivers? Guard, they're not going to be on a Garso, and they're not going to be on Deshaun Jackson. Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills is going to get paid about $78 million. I don't see him doing that. Alshon Jeffrey, definitely not. Kyle Parrish is going to get paid. Not in the Giants mantra to do that. Um, a guy maybe like Kamar Aiken, six foot two, good good wide receiver. Had some moments with with the Ravens over the past few years. I don't know, dude. Can you, am I excited? Do I seem too excited? I think it's a fun time for everyone. I'm. Do you know how excited? If you're a football fan, you gotta love. You know. Thursday nights is for drinking. Thursday nights is for me on Twitter scrolling. Refresh, 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 refresh. That was refresh, me last refresh, week. Refresh, refresh, refresh. I mean, that was everyone. It was you, me, Cord, and Joe waiting for something to happen. There's some news to break on the Western Eyes NHL trade deadline show, but come on, man. I cannot. Oh, my God. And then the draft is April 27th. You know, what, you know what draft I'm looking forward to? What is that? The, the Yahoo Western Eyes Fantasy Baseball draft uh, brought to you by Western Eyes. Uh, make sure you join the Weissman and Oz Fantasy Baseball League. No money uh, involved. Keep it silly. No money involved. Keep it silly. For bragging rights. <laughs> but make sure you join the Weissman and Oz Fantasy League. Besides Errol and myself, uh, there will obviously be 10 other spots. I believe one. Uh, we already have one other person that has joined our Fantasy Baseball League. But make sure you get on top of that. The trap is... We believe it's going to stay to this on uh, Sunday, March 19th at 7.30 p.m. Uh, you know, we also have the S&D podcast, March Madness bracket uh, from ESPN. Make sure you uh, make yourself a bracket. I know we're not going to get the tournament, set, the tournament set up until next week. We don't know all the seedings yet, but make sure you join that as well. That's a conference tournament, man. Speaking of conference tournaments, Tony Rook at Albany tonight. Oh, man. It's on Daily Bracket. Oh, my God. Look at the traction it's getting. Uh, for I don't know if you – Peter Hooley ring a bell to you? No. Do you know the hatred with these two schools? Peter Hooley – Tony Rook hadn't been – aside from last year, hadn't been in the tournament. In the three straight years that they were in the championship game for an automatic bid. And they they go off and <laughs> they're up by one against Albany. And Peter Hooley – for Albany, hit the game-winning shot, breaks the hearts of Stony Brook, uh, Stony Brook. And then the next year, what happens? Ivan roll. They go to the championship game again, down by 16 to Vermont, and what happens? They come back, they win. They go to the tournament, they get smacked by Kentucky, but nothing you didn't expect them to do. Um, so I believe it's me, bro. It's me, man. I am the lucky charm. 
I am the little golden, uh, what is it, the leprechaun with the green hat and the lucky charms box. That is me. I may not be Irish. I may drink like an Irishman, but I, I am not Irish, but I'm the lucky charm. Where have this, how this happened, I have no idea. But speaking of green, Mike Lennon, Jets, Tyrod Taylor, Jets, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, would would I would rather see a competition between Chris Hackenberg and Bryce Penn. You know, they like Bryce. Do know. they like Bryce? I don't know if they like Bryce. I don't know if they like Hackenberg. He dressed for one game last year, and it was week 17. He couldn't even get a snap in. Uh, another, another competition I want to get into, which it's not going to be a competition, but I think it honestly should be in Dallas. I understand what Dak Prescott... He's getting cut. I understand he's that. Getting he's getting cut. Tony Romo's getting cut. This is what should have happened. Oh, this is what should have happened. Jerry Jones should have had Tony Romo, Dak Prescott, in no, a closed room no, together. for what? For what? The guy of the... Explain to Tony, you know, you've been a great cowboy. We appreciate everything you've done. You're not getting any younger. Dak Prescott obviously brought us you know, really far last season. We didn't expect it. And we obviously see Dak as our future. Dak, Tony's been a great cowboy, you know, and you did great things for us last season. I want you guys to no. compete. No, Steven, no. There's no reason for that. There's no reason for that at all. There's what happens if Dak Prescott does not have the season he has last season? Okay, so he doesn't have the season he has last season. We don't know. Is there a the, question? Will there be questions? But then? that's the risk that they take, my friend. What if Tony Romo gets hurt again? These are questions that need to go through it for us to for it to be answered. What's wrong with you? you? Just don't want to see him see Brock Osweiler get replaced in Houston. You're a Brock lover for whatever reason. I don't know. Is it because he's tall? He's have a better season. Because he's handsome. Is it because he after know. that talk with his with uh what's the coach Bill O'Brien? Bill O'Brien. Uh, I think that it's a whole different season. Uh, a whole it's gonna be a complete turnaround. Oh for really? Brock. Oh really? Oh, I can't. He looked better in you know that game against New England. Oh, Stephen, if he was any relax. If he was any better, they would have won the game. He was mediocre. If he was anything average, they would have won the game. But you know what? He's not average. He's Bad. You know what you do with bad quarterbacks? You sit them. You know what you do in that situation? You replace them. Okay? That's what Houston's going to do. You're saying he's not an NFL quarterback. I'm not saying that. I'm just not saying he should not be starting at this moment. From what I've seen, he is not a starting quarterback in this league. He's going to be a $17 million backup. They'll be able to cut him after next year. Tony Romo, they sure bring him in as a starter. I'm hearing now there's mutual interest in him in Denver. I think that would be a mistake because of the offensive line. Is worse than the Giants. God, I can't believe I just said that. That doesn't even possible. Uh, it should be Houston. Could be Arizona. Could be Kansas City. And obviously Denver. Those are the four teams that are interested. So San Francisco's not interested. Um, I, I, should they be? I mean, they they they're a rebuilding team. You want a younger quarterback, don't you? Either a Mitchell Trubisky. Now he wants to be called Mitchell. We're calling him Mitch this whole time. We're gonna call him Mitch. You want Mitch? I mean, so who are the three three big guys in Australia? Um, quarterback Mitch like? Trubisky. Mitchell. Mitchell, I don't care. I like Mitch better. Watson. Watson, you know how I feel about him. And Kaiser, which I didn't really watch much of him. He's a big kid. Where's he out of? They got a big arm, Notre Dame. Um, Jerry's still out on him. Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky, they – people like – he's an NFL traditional quarterback, right? He played in that type of system. Uh, well, one guy who played out of that type of system, I'm going to tell you in a bit because it might shock you a little bit. Um – he played out. He played out of basically a pro style system. Um, 
he only played started 13 games in his college career. You know, it's a, it's a big turnoff for me. Do I take the guy who started 13 total games, or do I take the guy who won a national championship and made two NFL caliber uh, defenses and out two Alabama defenses uh, look average? You know, it's really not a debate to me. One guy who is getting a lot of traction, Nate Peterman at Pittsburgh, right? They're saying he can be a third, maybe a second-round pick, and I'm hearing the Giants could be interested in a guy like that. He plays in a pure, pure uh, pro-style offense, second-round, maybe third-round pick if he's available. I'm hearing, or uh, according to Anita Marks, and I was listening to 98.7 the other day, uh, he's getting some traction for the Giants, maybe, but. Can you see any of these those three quarterbacks falling to the Jets at number six? Um, Kaiser definitely, Trubisky very unlikely, Watson, Watson maybe. I give Watson a fifty fifty shot. I give I mean, if, the, if, he, if the Jets can get him, do that. I God, I hope so because this guy's a winner. He's got a big arm. He's Even with the team, the, the way it is right well, now, uh, it depends on what direction they want to go. We'll find out after free agency. Do they throw the money at Mike Glennon? Do they bring in a Tyrod Taylor if he is supposed to get released? Because uh, I would assume so, because I, I assume the Bills aren't going to pay him twenty eight north of twenty eight million dollars. Why would he want to come here? Money, bro. Money, opportunity. I, I mean, you hear the teams that are interested. You got Cleveland, the Jets, Buffalo might want to bring him back. They're not even sure yet, so um, we're not exactly sure. But uh, we do have a caller on right now. Uh, we're gonna put him on right now, right before the commercial break. Caller, state your name. Where are you from? You're on White's and Nas. Call it. You already know who it is. Oh, Joey Coos, baby. We wish you were here, Joe. Uh, sorry I couldn't be in studio today, boys. I, uh, you know, something came up. But uh, I hear you guys talking about the Jets in this draft. And for me, this is not the year the Jets draft a quarterback. Okay? You look at what they're doing with the roster. They're purging it. Okay? We're getting rid of all the high salary. This draft is so deep everywhere that this is the draft that you go out and you you fill in other holes on your roster. You're going to be a bad football team next year, guys, and you're probably going to have a top three pick. Let's be realistic about that. Look at next year's draft. Next year's a quarterback draft, okay? You have the kid from USC. Uh, he's a franchise quarterback, possibly. I, I mean, that's quarterback isn't where you're going this year. Uh, Joe, where would you like to see them go? I mean, would you like to see them go? Maybe Malik Hooker at safety. Maybe Marshawn Lattimore at cornerback. Where do you see them going this year? I truthfully think, and I said it, I believe, maybe it was last week or whenever I was on your show, I think the Jets are going to trade back, accumulate a couple more picks here. Uh, you know, the more picks in this draft, the better off you're going to be. I really, I really want to doubt that. And Joe, uh, Yo, are you going to be on with us? Do you know if you're going to be on with us Wednesday yet, or may I have to save the Yeah, question? I'm going to come in studio on Wednesday, guys. All right, I'm going to. I wanted to ask you who you would think the Jets would be. Uh, the Jets quarterback would be week one, but we'll keep it for Wednesday. We're going to tease the audience now. Every time to think about it too. But Joe, all this money coming in. What do you think? The, do you think the Jets are big players in free agency? Maybe bring in a guy like. Uh, Oh, God, I don't even know who's on the free agent market around the – maybe a Martellus Bennett, maybe a guy like that, give, give a young quarterback possibly a weapon. What do you think they're going to do with all this money? I mean, you got to spend it, don't you? Uh, I don't, actually, guys. I, I don't think this is the year that you're going to go out and, you know, sign a ton of guys. I think this is the year that you 
kind of sit back and I don't want to say tank and throw the season away, but realistically, that's kind of what it's going to be. And uh, as far as going out and signing a guy like Bennett, who's going to come at a at a decent price tag to play tight end for you, I mean, you look at this draft again, and this is probably the most deep draft they, uh, you know, at the tight end position that there's ever been. And one more thing. Joe, we're talking about them blowing it up, which is the right move. Even as a Jet fan, you know, I could tell you're okay with it. But I don't think the coach survives it. Do you think he survives this if they go 3-13, 4-12? Because if they're blowing it up now, they're setting them up for failure. I don't see the point of him even going through this season. Yeah, I think he's – I think they're prepared, and Woody Johnson and Mike McCagnan are prepared to know that they're not going anywhere this year. And that's why I think Bowles does last, even though I've been on the record of saying I don't think he's the answer long term. I just I think he gets at least two more years. I, I, I got to agree with him because they wouldn't be blowing this up if uh, Bowles didn't have to vote of confidence along with McCagnan. Uh, Joe, thanks for the call. You are welcome on any time. You are our favorite guest. It's not even debatable. I apologize to Rob Joey Taub. Loves cool too. I don't want to hurt Rob Taub's Joey Lowe's feelings, but Joe, Joe is day one. I mean, let's just be right. honest. Oh, you guys are so sweet. Always a pleasure to talk to you guys. Wednesday, Joe. Joe, we'll see you on Wednesday. Yes, sir. All right. Joe Cusimano again. Joe from Merrick. Uh, we're going to have a quick commercial break. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, this commercial is brought to you by the S&D Podcast channel. Find their stuff and our stuff on uh, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. And also, make sure you go ahead and remember to sign up for their uh, tournament bracket. Obviously, I know the uh, the, the, madness, the madness doesn't start for another until after next weekend, the Sunday selection show. But uh, make sure you're signed up and all ready for it. So uh, we're going to catch you guys back after this commercial break on Weissman Eyes. I'm the NN5 Sports Network. Introducing the SND Podcast channel, your new source for all types of podcasts. We are looking for new podcasts to add to our channel. So if you ever wanted to start a podcast, reach out to us via Twitter, DM, or just add us at SND Podcast. Or message us on Facebook or even email us at SNDPodcast at gmail.com. Once you reach out to us, we'll tell you the best way to create a podcast. All types of podcasts are are welcome. So anything you want to talk about for our podcast, just let us know. No idea is a bad idea. We're already on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play, and all other podcast apps. All you have to do is record the podcast. So hit us up soon so you can start your podcast now. What's going on? Back here after that commercial break. Oh, baby. If you listen to it, ah, if you listen to our podcast, uh, that commercial was brought to you by us in the podcast. The number to call in is one six zero five. Five six two eight zero zero one and press five to join the conversation. And just to finish up with some football, also uh, sign up for the bracket, my friend. Sign up for the bracket as well as, as well as the fantasy uh, baseball draft that's coming up. So I want you to do two things because I know all the listeners love us. We're very sweet people. At least Stephen is. I'm quite debatable. You like my team name? What is your team name? Big Daddy's Farmers. Good, good job, Stephen. Um, sign up for the first go and sign up for the SMD podcast. Uh, tournament bracket. Okay, no money involved, just for bragging rights. No, we don't we do not do that here. Uh, and then I want you to go sign up for our fantasy baseball league. Steven and I are going to figure out the um, the draft date. So it is the 19th. It is going to be the 19th. Okay, good job, Steve. At 7.30 p.m. Oh, great. What day of the week is that? A Sunday. I got nothing else to do on Sundays anymore. So who signed up for the league? You? Me. Uh, uh, Steven. From the SND podcast. 
and our friend Jason. All right, look at that. I still got to sign up. Uh, That'll be four spots. In my Brit lit class. That means there's only eight spots to go, so you better hurry up and sign up. In my, you talking to me? <laughs> oh, no, me? if you don't sign up for this, Errol, then it's just going to be the Weissman fantasy baseball league. <laughs> I'll get rid of Weissman and Oz. God, I like this little sign that we got up here now. Nice. Yeah. It, it, it arouses. It brings a nice touch. Like it, it arouses me. We can build up the studio. Like it, we can make this a studio. It arouses. Like, it, it is a studio. It, but we can make this more than it is. It slightly arouses me a little bit. Like I, I am like, very. I'm gonna get like a radio board and glass set up. It's very cute and silly. Back to the football talk. Whatever for five that, more minutes. Whatever that means, no one knows. Only a few select people. Uh, it looks like they're probably listening. Oh, here we go. I got a text. There we go. Ah, uh, okay. I'm in trouble. Um. <laughs> Back to the football, Stephen. We were talking about the Jets quarterback. Um, are you referring to me being sick on Saturday? Is that what you're doing? No. Are you just mocking me? I'm just mocking you. All right, whatever. Um, Stephen, Kirk Cousins is getting a lot of flack for not signing a long-term deal at a reasonable price, which he shouldn't. Do you think he's a franchise quarterback? Yes. I think this on a good team, Kirk Cousins can bring you to a Super Bowl. Um. I'm glad you said a good team because I'll use this example. He's wearing Kirk Cousins on the was on the Chiefs. Kirk Cousins are, are is that an Alex Smith? You agree yeah. with that? Okay. Imagine if he was on the Chiefs, they would it would we would be talking about Patriots Chiefs AFC, AFC championship, championship game without a doubt. Um, Washington has no defense, no running game. Both were towards the end, towards the bottom in both of those categories. Receivers aside from Jordan Reed, Deshaun Jackson still got a little bit left. Pierre Garcon's and. Eh. It's not a great team around him. People don't realize that, and people want to talk about the personnel offensively, but Kirk Cousins deserves every, every penny, and this franchise tag getting placed on, I mean, it's like, you know, I, it's like saying to a girl, hey, I like you, but I don't want to make us official. I don't want people to know that I like you that much. So. You know, but on the Redskins side, I think they have to. I, they have to. You know, they can't be like, hey, I, you know, I'll kiss you. I just, uh, I won't kiss you in front of everybody. But she's playing, playing the smart for Cousins. I don't blame her. Oh, they, he, has, he has all leverage in the world because, and I was reading on the Monday morning quarterback today, you know, they might be open to trading him, which might take a first round pick definitely, maybe a second round after that. Who, who would that be? Who's oh, the quarterback thing? Colt McCoy. They have a lot of, apparently a lot of confidence in Colt McCoy, former Texas quarterback. So Texas quarterback university. Um, lost the championship game to uh Mets minor league player Tim Tebow, <laughs> who will be in a game tomorrow uh, on Wednesday. Billy Crystal was also in a spring training game. I just want to point that out to you. So but Tim Tebow is actually. I'm not even going to. Uh, no, no, no. We're we'll talk a little bit Wednesday when Tim Tebow's playing. Oh, we better not, Stephen. Because I swear I'm going to get very angry. Tim Tebow, uh, future major league. If we talk about Tim Tebow in your last show. For two weeks. I, I'm not saying it's going to be two weeks. It's going to be two weeks. Just take the two weeks off, brother. I can handle I, I Listen, I'll handle it. Get Joe on. I could get Joe on. Joe could only come out on Wednesday. Maybe I have him on once a week. My buddy John, I think, is uh, I think is uh, home for spring break next week. Maybe I'll have him on on Monday. Big, big Jets fan. Yeah, maybe the hell replace me. Big Jets. Oh, the Stack and Oz. Oz and Stack. Okay, so now Oz sounds better in the first game. Maybe... No, no Dude, you're talking on football. You're irreplaceable, Steve. Thank you. Someone. I know. Maybe not. Then. We obviously have to see what happens with Kirk Cousins. One last point, because then I want to get into some baseball talk for the last 20 minutes of our show. You know, all this Mets talk and Yankees talk. Oh, I love it. But Jared Cook, a, t- a free agent, tight end Good. for the Packers, 
past two seasons now. You know, I, obviously had that one great catch last season that's going to make him this money. He's going to get he's going to get significantly more money than he was going to purely because of that catch, which is kind of ridiculous. It's like the combine 2.0. <laughs> but you know, a guy that I can see the Giants targeting. I think they can go out. I think they'll go out and explore, especially if they see OJ Howard continues to get more traction. Now, if we look at the teams, um, he's only going to get more expensive. I no, I know that. Um. But if we can, we can take out Mark Charles Bennett out. He's going to get a big dollar. Get rid of now. Jack Doyle, too. Jack Doyle. Gonna paid. They're both going to get paid. Um, if you look at it, Titans have a lot of interest in O.J. Howard, but they do have Delaney Walker, who's 36 years old, so he's an old guy. Give another target to Marcus Mariota. I think they'll be leaning more towards a Mike Williams or a Corey Davis if they're there as, as a wide out. So possibly not them. What? I just have a question because he's a he's a free agent wide receiver. Real quick, Vincent Jackson. No, coming off that injury, I don't see him doing okay. it. Okay, I don't see okay. him doing it. Uh, maybe maybe uh, he resigns in Tampa. Uh, you never know. Um, yeah, I know he had a good. Uh, speaking of Tampa Bay, it's another team that could. They're be, a sleeper team, in my opinion. Uh, I think they 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 have a good chance to win the South next year. To be honest, with you. I think but, they have a chance to get to the championship game. But regarding, oh my we could talk so much football. Wait what? a minute, chance? Are you willing to make a prediction on this show? And, and not yet. We're uh, early. Okay. We're early. Yeah. Okay. Um, what happens, what, I was what? talking about Tampa as a possible destination for OJ Howard. You just go off and put them in an NFC Championship game. So they were so good last, like the second half last year. Oh, I mean the amount of the, was, the amount of premier wins that they had uh, at Seattle. Uh, oh, well, that span of wins in Kansas City, um, Detroit. Did, no, no. Um, I, I don't know. They're escaping me right now. But anyway. Uh, O.J. Howard's a possible. You can take Miami out of it. Uh, Miami's in front of them. I think one pick in front of them now, which was a possibility they were going to take him. But now they trade for Julius Thomas. Uh, I think you can take him out of the equation of Howard. Denver, who needs a tight end, but they need a whole offensive line more. So I, I think you can take him out of the conversation, too. The Giants might have to trade up a few spots. We were talking about this during the commercial break. They might have to trade up a few spots, which Jerry Reese could possibly do. Let's get to some baseball. Why don't we? What time is it? We got Hi. 20 minutes left uh, in the I, I feel it. I feel it. Go ahead, Steve-O. Well, Mr. I work I don't know. Here, Yankees, Mets? Well, what should we want to get into first? Eh, I mean, we, we talk about the Mets too much, so uh, let's get into some Yankees talk. 83.5 is the over-under. I wouldn't touch it. I wouldn't touch the over. I wouldn't touch it. Who's pitching for him? Can you tell me who's pitching for him? Like, tonight, I, mean, I know who's t- <laughs> What the hell are you talking Big about? Big Mike Pineda. Oh, Jesus Christ. He had a good start in spring. Uh, he did. Also, Matt Harvey had a bad start in spring. We'll get into that in a few minutes. Tanaka. Tanaka. Uh, Pineda. Tanaka Tuesdays. Can't wait. Ta- oh, God. Tanaka. Pineda. Uh, PC. PC. <laughs> um, Severino, do you see where I'm going here? Uh, Johnny. Maybe. Mm, God, Steven, you see where I'm going with this? Um, we we broke down their depth chart basically last week. They're gonna have Bird at first, um, Starling Cash at second, DJ at third, Headley at third. Headley at third. I said DJ is short, short. Short. Excuse me. I know I'm going a little bit too quick for myself. Uh, Gardner, Ellsbury, Judge. This is a young team with a mix Sanchez, and Sanchez, Sanchez, of course. Um, a team with young guys with a mixture of old guys that really should, uh, Ellsbury, Gardner, Headley, guys who I think aren't going to produce. And I think maybe some of the rest of the And a guy they brought in, at, in, uh, that we talked about 
got 42 home runs like Chris Carter. Yeah. Who's going to be off the bench, but can be a very, you know, you can get some good usage out of him. Um, they're concerned, Especially in that stadium. They're concerned about the shoulder of Greg Bird, so I think it was a good move to bring him in. Um, Righty with 42 home runs is something you can sleep on. So, But they – the pitching, they, they, I'm so concerned about the pitching. Because, you know, every year we talk about Tanaka with the elbow. And the ligament is basically hanging by a thread. Every year, right? And nothing happens. What if Tanaka would? This could be the year. What if this is CC way overachieved last year? He can go completely the other way. This is last year, last year on the contract, yes. too, CC. Tanada. What do we have for him? Severino has not, didn't pitch well last year. Um, in the rotation, we don't know what we're getting. We don't even know who the fifth starter Wait, is. Wasn't it last year have to, when CC had to go into rehab? Two years ago. Oh, two, two years ago. ago. Uh, yeah, two seasons ago. So, um, but she's all better now and he's fine and good for him. Some people can't do that. Uh, you know, it's a very big willpower thing to do that. Um, I, I just don't see it. And you have the bullpen, but if you're not, if you don't have leads and you don't have a rotation to keep you within the lead, it doesn't matter what's in that bullpen. You're not getting to it. You're not getting to a to a uh, a potential. You're not getting to but maybe a, their a, offense a can, but maybe they can bring. They got a lot of young guys in this team, Steve. You know, people know the book on Judge. You can't hit a curveball. People are gonna get a book on Gary Sanchez. People are gonna get a book on Greg Berg. We've had a year to get a book on. And you, I just want to make this point. You people, you cannot have expectations uh, as he as. Like last year for Gary Sanchez. No, no, no. I that mean, wouldn't he, be fair. He had a historic run. So I'm trying to trade him in my fantasy baseball league. He had a, had a an historic run to the point where we've never we've never seen it before. So, I don't know, we'll see what happens with the with them. But uh, let's get out to the Mets because you know that's just been getting the headlines the last couple of days. As it should. Um, Matt Harvey. I mean, to the point where SNY turned off the gun. I DVR'd the game last night and I, and I went on. Um, to go watch it this morning, and they turned off the gun. Now I think they play it off like it was unintentional, but it was getting 88. Did you watch the game yesterday at all? A little bit. It it was getting 88. I was like, whoa, that's not even off-speed pitch. So I was a little like, all right, listen, I I know low velocity is low velocity, but that's 80, not even hitting 90 on the gun. 92, 93, Steven, I'm not concerned. Not yet, at least, after one start. What about you? First start since July. Come on, Errol. This guy, uh, it's Matt Harvey. Obviously, we can talk about the last three seasons. He did, he played in two of the last three seasons. One season being really unsuccessful. You know, last year, he only played half a season. And even in the first half, he was not good. Uh, coming off of, I can't think of a better word for that. For it, you know, he just was not good. And I can't, same with Gary Sanders, I can't have high expectations from that Harvey either. I don't know what to expect out of the Dark Knight. I know he had a full off-season to recover, a full second half of last season to recover. I understand Harvey's demeanor. He wants to get back on that mound. He wants to pitch that Friday night game. He wants to pitch that wild card game that brings him to the divisional uh, divisional round of the playoffs. Hopefully they don't have to be in that this year. Hopefully not, but I understand what Harvey wants to be, but he has to take his time. One start. No, for Mets fans, no need to panic. One start, a, a guy that I really, really, really was encouraged by, Jacob DeGrom. 90 hitting 97, 98 in the gun, how could you not? Something we didn't see last season. Something all Mets fans were worried about. 
well, last year that was the concern, right? Matt Horry and the, even the Grom and the Groms too. Yeah, their velocity was down. So, but he adjusted. The Grom adjusted very well. Oh, he did. Obviously, Matt Horry didn't, but he had a more serious injury. So, I mean, if you want, if you want speed, just go on uh, Thor Tuesdays or Thor whatever. Uh, Who's on the mound today? Uh, Steve Matt, I believe. Steven Matt, the guy who I actually went to Seaport for the first time last week. Did you? Oh, I saw did. that. Um, they have Steven Matt and Jacob Degrom all over it. They gave Steve, we we knew about Steven Matt's sandwich, and they gave Dick. They made it the sandwich out of Jacob Degrom's name, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, along with Will Ty and Victor Ochi as well. So I didn't see any Jameel Warren sandwiches though. This is kind of which is kind of odd, but maybe they didn't go in there enough. I I, I don't know. Um. Something else to get into, Cespedes, a little tightness in his quad, but I'm not really concerned about that. Hit but the only the only reason why I'm not. a little concerned is because last year he had the same injury. Yeah, I, I think. And that obviously kept him out some games. I heard it's not serious, but how about that monster home run line? Oh, my. Did you see it? Oh, yeah, my. Over the center field scoreboard? Oh, my God. It was incredible. So, um, everything's pretty much set. What I want to see, Steve... Jay, is Jay Bruce going to get any uh, any time at first base in spring training games? Now, if you want to do the experiment, this is the time. Yeah. I mean, uh, and I I don't see why he, he wouldn't get some time at first base. Obviously, he, he's a lefty. And he's getting reps there, too. And Lucas Duda, I, know, I understand he had the cortisone shot in his hip. Uh, but he's, put him on a boat, put him in the ocean. I don't really care. <laughs> Lucas Duda... I mean, he can, he's going to hit you 30 home runs if, if healthy, but that's the, the big if. At the most unopportune times. He will hit you 30 home runs in an 8 nothing game, in a 5 nothing game. I don't know. It, it, basically, when the game's over. But the, side. the injury's a big concern, and obviously they have a guy in Dominic Smith who the organization is very high on. And, you know, he's had a, a, a strong spring, especially defensively. Um. Another guy that's having a terrific spring that I was honestly, you know, encouraged by and hoping for, Michael Conforto. Travis He's giving you, and Travis Darno, two oh, guys that are giving you a reason to stay on this roster. Michael Conforto especially, getting time in right field for, I can't see this guy being starting, uh, starting in AAA. I just can't see it. It's funny. He's giving him the team a reason to stay. It's funny how there's such a double standard when it comes to spring training because we'll talk about, oh, you know, Matt Hardy, it was one start. Don't worry about it. And then, you know, you flip-flop it and try to start. Oh, it was great. And Comparos look great. And there's something to be encouraged about. But that's just how it is. That's how we react. That's how humans react. But um, I, I, I'm glad you brought up injury. Something we didn't get to talk about last Wednesday because of the show. Um, David Wright. <laughs> And a sad thing to see because it's a guy you and I, only a year apart, grew up watching and loving. He was our favorite player growing up. But it, it's it's come to an end, man. I, I, I'm not the one to tell him, and no one's no one can tell him. You know, maybe it's time to hang up. He's going to go on his own terms. You know, this this team was loyal when we had Wayne Randazzo on a few weeks ago on uh, of uh, WOR seven ten. We actually called the game yesterday um, on WOR. I guess Howie had the game off. So no, he does it with Howie. Oh, okay. Well, yesterday was him and Josh Lord, so. Okay. But I guess how we had, I'm saying, I guess how we had the date game off yesterday, so. Yeah. Um, he said if he's healthy, he's going to be everyday starting third baseman, but you say that with such nastiness because you know he's not, and it's sad to say, you know that he's not going to be healthy. But that just brings up Jose Reyes to be that but, third but baseman. But that, that's what we said that has to be done, right? He goes off and, you know, he, he's 
hitting a few out and he's hitting lead off, playing well, stealing bases. You know, if David Wright comes back, if David Wright comes back, he's going to be sitting on the bench. And Frank Sessler, who I can't stand, was talking about this last week. It takes him about a half an hour just to warm up. I mean, if he's going to be a pinch hitter, what's the point? I, I It's a sad thing it's to sad. say, but the neck, the back, now the shoulder, he can't throw for two weeks. He's not going to be ready for opening day. This is, and this is, I so badly want the win, Mets to win a World Series. Right? Just for him. But I so badly at the same time want him to be a part of it. That's why I wanted him them so bad to win two years ago. Just, he's been on so many bad teams. His best years were on the worst team. 2009. Uh, 2000, 2006, yeah, he was one of the premier players in that team. Okay, 2006. 2007, they had a promising season until the last game. 2008, too. 2008, too, they choked. David Wright had great season. He's been. And people say that his, the home run derby that he was in messed up his swing. Obviously, the power wasn't there after that. But David Wright still had great seasons. His average above 300, 290. He was listening. His nickname's Captain America for a reason. And when he he's going to be in, in the end of the day, he's going to be a Mets Hall of Famer. Not obviously not an MLB Hall. Of Famer. No, 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 not not even in the conversation. You'll see. Uh, honestly, because. Everyone's, we talk about David Wright, and unfortunately for the younger listeners and the younger Mets fans, you know, they know him as a guy who's just been injury prone, who used to be great. I saw a tweet, I think it was We Bleed Blue and Orange, where I think Stephen Asamwitz of the S&D um, wrote a few articles for them. So I think he wrote, I know he wrote one about Amad Rosario. Mm-hmm. Very good. I do write it, too. Um, what did they say? If you, if you meet a girl who's not old enough to remember the great David Wright, then she's <laughs> but it's true though. He he holds almost every record: home run, hits, RBIs. I'll hide a strawberry. So he's gonna have his number retired. He's gonna get his. He's gonna have a David Wright. Day. No, I think so. You don't think he'll have his number retired? Number five. I do. I can. I don't see anyone else. Out of respect for res- what he's done for them, but he's not that. He hasn't put up the numbers. He has all the Mets rankings, but he's not been that. I can't, it's hard to explain. I feel like if it was him or like that whole era with Beltran, Reyes, him, Delgado, Wright was, Wright would obviously be my number one choice, but he's been so injury prone. Like, it's hard to explain. Can you see if Jose Reyes stayed on this team as long as David Wright, Jose Reyes could get his number retired? Um, right now? Not right now. Say Jose Reyes decides to stay instead of leave for the money. Can Jose Reyes' number been retired? I guess if he had, like, if, okay. he, had, if he was played well, I, I guess I could see it. But Jose Reyes, I put David Wright and Jose Reyes in the same category. Uh, I, I do. I honestly do. Jose Reyes basically gave the Mets fans a reason to come to the ballpark back in 06, 07, 08. Um, I, have the number, I have numbers up here, and David Wright's name on Mets, on Mets all-time leaders is all – over this list, okay? Um, let's see here. Let's start from the top. War, who I can't stand, but he's a leader in war and offensive war. Oh, my God. Um, what is it good for? Hits. He, he's the all-time leader in hits, run scored, plate appearances, at-bats, total bases, doubles, singles. Um, which was... What are you talking about? Hit-by-pitch. <laughs> the Mets leader in hit-by-pitch, everyone. Lucas Duda. Is Lucas Duda. Um, oh, my God. That's funny. Um, he's, maybe he's not the, Daryl Strawberry still holds the, um, 
caught stealing Jose Reyes. This is funny. I like this. Um, oh, he's also the leader in strikeouts. Leader in strikeouts. Okay. Runs created. He leads in. Runs scored. He's, like I said before, he's a lead leader in hits. He's second on the all- Oh, God, I hope he gets there. Oh, he's I don't. Second. I don't. He's second on the all-time list in home runs. Ten behind Derek I'd Strawberry. be okay with him passing Shaw. Um, did you hear? Oh, speaking of L's, uh, Ed Cranepool, did you see what I posted earlier on Facebook? Yeah, I think I did. He's tied for third with Mike Piazza's batting average. Hold the guy, on. the guy's an all-time something. great mess. It's just these last few years, unfortunately, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. Yes, Ed Cranepool, former Met, uh, great, uh, World Series, uh, winner in 2000, no, 1969. He's actually selling up, he's playing with the auction his 1969 World Series ring, uh, you know, in order to get his kidney transplant. And funny story, I, I can post it later on our show, but I actually had that World Series ring on my finger. How is that possible? He had a meet and greet at Roosevelt Field back a couple of years ago. And I was like, can I put try your ring on? I'll sit next to you. I have a picture of me wearing the ring. I'll post it on our show, on oh, our page later. It was really cool. I he, was, he was a very, very nice guy. Can we, can we, where's our producer? Can we put up a poll on our Twitter page? Um, I'm basically our producer. Shut up. <laughs> It's true. I, I want to put up a let's put up a poll and we'll, we'll both retweet it because uh, you know we do have more followers than our uh, Twitter page right now. We'll put it on Facebook too. Um, if David Wright were to retire today, um, is he deserving of having his number retired? Okay, all time. I want to see what people say. All right, second all time, third tied for third all time in batting average, all time leader in hits. Wait, what is this? I, I just want to check this. Hold on. Uh, that's batting average. Who's number ten? Angel Pagano. I guess he wasn't there that long, but when he was, he, he was a he was a good Met. Uh, in, wow. Okay, so he's mm, three. That name's not familiar. Daniel so. Murphy. He's three hundred hits ahead of Ed Cranepool. Speaking of Ed Cranepool, um, Reyes isn't hits. Reyes isn't far either. No, he might. Reyes pass, is going to pass Cranepool. Pass Cranepool he will. If, he, if he stays here after this year. Um, oh, even this year you can do it. Yeah. Right. He leads also all time leader in total bases, doubles, second all times in home runs. All times in RBIs. Can he get the 400 stolen bases, Reyes? 21? He can get 21. Why not? I I wonder who's behind. Because the Mets have never been known for having speed on their team. Mookie. Mookie, Mookie Wilson. I but see, Reyes yeah. is over 100. We're too young. Um, Dar- too he's young. 200 RBIs. Listen, I'm not saying... Now, if Daryl Strawberry was there as long as David Wright, he would surpass him. But the fact of the matter is that he, he's not, he hasn't been. He wasn't. So, I, I think... You don't think he deserves to be have his number retired? It's, it's, I consider it. It's, I, I, I wouldn't put it in Tom Seaver, and you know, obviously. You know, just think how many people. I, would, I wouldn't put it in my Piazza category. I, I, I wouldn't. Tough. I wouldn't either. Let's let's see who they have. Um. Uh, as their numbers. I know it's fourteen, thirty-one, thirty-one, oh, thirty-seven, and forty-one. Two of them are managers: Casey and Gil Hodges. And two players, and Mike Piazza got retired okay. a season or two ago. Gil Hodges, Mike uh, Piazza, definitely. Casey Stengel, all these guys are deserving. Tom, Tom Seaver, absolutely. Jackie Robinson, universal, uh, world, universal yeah. thing. So the only Mets, only two players was Tom Seaver um, and Mike Piazza. Seaver is the most deserving and of all Mets organizations. The guy has been through this team, through the good and the bad. He leads the team in most categories. Yeah. I, before I, we, I know we have to wrap this up, but I want to see this team but make that we just did. I <laughs> like no, that was fun. I I want to see this team get to a, win a World Series this season. 
David Wright's a Mets Hall of Famer. Well, number retired. He'll have a World Series run. Do you think that's what has to happen first? I don't think Mike it has Piazza, to happen. Piazza, I think that gives it the push. Mike Piazza didn't have a World, World Series, and he leads Mike Piazza in most uh, of these categories. Mike Piazza's in, in his position, top one or two catchers of his position. In all I, I get that. Baseball. I'm not disputing Mike Piazza's greatness. I'm just telling you that I, I believe that because of all the numbers, because of his loyalness, because of everyone you know, being David Wright, and because of the way that what he's What does that mean, though, being David Wright? David Wright. When you think of the match, who do you think of? Jose Reyes. Before, before, let me rephrase that. From 2006 to about 2013, right? Okay, I'll put him five guys that I, I think of. Okay, go ahead. David Wright. Mm-hmm. Jose Reyes. Okay. Carlos Beltran. Okay. Pedro Martinez. I disagree, but okay. Carlos Delgado. That's o- five. Okay. Um, oh, I, throw Mike Piazza in there, I guess. Even not, not even. He wasn't on the team. See, I, I don't. Cause Who's Beltran, your five? Beltran, I, mean, I know we have to wrap this up. I just want to get to this. I have to I, get. I don't think there's five deserving. Here. I don't think any. There's the thing. Beltram wasn't there long enough. Delgado wasn't there long enough. They were there. Carlos from, Beltran's going to be. Uh, he's I a Hall of Famer. He's a Mets Hall of Famer. Uh, does he go in as a Met? Yeah. Probably. I think he goes in as a Met. Uh, yeah. Um, Carlos Delgado, uh, obviously, is not a Hall of Famer. We established that. He was already on the ballot. He, I don't think there's five deserving. Jose Reyes, I get it. You have a lot of love for him. Right? He he had. He a, was the man, He's the guy that brought the so brought the excitement to the. David team. Wright has been here since the beginning, since 2005. What? What do you want for me? Okay, Jose Reyes missed three seasons. Oh my god. He's been in the league since 2005. This is a debate for another day because you got to wrap, we gotta wrap this up. Uh, I can't wait for one thing. We're going to talk about more of this on Wednesday. We'll have Joe on. Good. A third opinion. I'm glad. I'm a Mets fan too. So. And he, I know his opinions on David Wright. Well, but we'll talk about that on Wednesday. We want to thank all our callers, Joe Cusmano, uh, our favorite. We want to thank all our listeners. We're going to put a poll out there, Facebook and Twitter. If David Wright I'll were to retire, to, I'll do it. If David Wright were to retire today, you guys show me how to make a poll. Were to retire today. Should, is he deserving of having his number retired? We will have that, and we will have the results on Wednesday show to tell you. Make sure you join the bracket. Make sure you join the Fantasy Baseball League. Uh, and make sure you listen to our podcast on the SMB Podcast channel. You can find our stuff and their stuff. Steve and Dan have been doing a great job. And um, all we, all, we would also like to thank I-95 Sports Network, as always. And if you want to listen to our stuff right away, you can go right on the I-95 Sports Network um, channel website, whatever you want to consider it, and go listen to it right away in previous recordings. So uh, have a great day, everyone. We will speak to you on Wednesday. Using an overpriced trash bag? Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks? Whippy, whippy, whippy. Or a smelly bag? Stinky, stinky, stinky. You gotta snag Hefty's Ultra Strong Trash Bag, always at an ultra low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. It has Arm & Hammer odor control, so your nose... And your wallet will be happy, happy, happy. Hefty, ultra strong trash bags. Hefty, strong all day long. Hefty, hefty, hefty.